Welcome to the Reinvent Your Health podcast. If you are done with being unhealthy, tired and sick, and are ready to get healthy so you can improve the quality of your life, then this podcast is for you. At the time of this recording, I am a few days past finishing the 75 Heart Challenge. And I did the challenge with my wife and my older son. In case you're unfamiliar with what the 75 Heart Challenge is, it is 75 consistent days of following a diet with absolutely no cheats and no alcohol and two 45 minute workouts a day. One of those must be outdoors, drinking a gallon of water a day, reading 10 pages of a nonfiction book a day, and then also taking a product progress photo every day. Since I just recently completed this challenge, I want to discuss three things that I actually learned by doing this challenge. And, and some of those things I didn't necessarily just learn, but they were really reinforced and they were really driven home by doing this challenge. So the first thing that I learned was that the reasons for quitting are really going to show up from unexpected places. So before I started the challenge, I had several weeks of getting prepared for it and, and you know, getting myself mentally ready. I had an exact day that I was going to start. And I really thought through, at least I thought I thought through, all of the potential pitfalls that I could run into. And I really had it planned out and, and kind of thought, okay, I, I'm going to prepare for everything. And and you can't. You can't prepare for everything. you got to be flexible. you got to uh, adapt to when things happen. And that's what we had to do throughout this challenge. My thought before the challenge is that during the challenge, at the very beginning, I would do great because it was new. So the newness was still there. I thought at the end I would do great because we were almost done. And then I thought the middle is where I would struggle. And it didn't necessarily go down like that. Uh, the newness at the beginning did help me get through. It was something that motivated us. But really, we struggled at the end probably more than we thought we would, just because there was part of us that was tired of some of the uh, parameters that was on it, that that we had on it. Um, just like doing the nighttime workout and and having some other things that we needed to get done. But yet we felt like, you know, by the time we got home from work, did that and, and did our workout, we didn't really have time to do other things. So there was part of us that really thought that, you know, the, the end would be really easy, but it, it was it was actually challenging. So then in the beginning of the challenge, there were some, uh, you know, we had the motivation, we had the mindset, but then there were some aches and pains and stuff that really had us struggling with keep going. My wife got some major blisters on her feet, which caused her to to, to walk very slowly at times, but she never stopped. And, you know, we didn't think about that. I had some uh, sciatica pain that uh, would come and go when I was running. I had shin pains that was really bad. So I don't think I anticipated that. I still think sometimes in my mind I'm, you know, 20 or 30 years old and, and, and realize that when you're running on concrete, it's going to start hurting. So we didn't really have that stuff in our mind when we started. Another hurdle that we had to jump over was the fact that we had a severe storm that knocked the power out of our house for three days. 
So we actually had to go stay with my mother and do workouts, our evening workouts at her house, still do the morning workouts at our home gym, do the evening workouts at her house. And we also, the, a lot of the food that we had in our freezer and fridge ended up having to get thrown away. So we had to completely redo our grocery shopping one day just to restock everything. And we were actually buying food as we needed it. We were trying to figure out what we had to eat, buy food for just that evening, cook it and eat it. And we weren't able to really meal prep like we wanted to. So we really had to adapt there. And that that ended up costing us more money. Well, for one, we had to throw a lot of food out. So, so we didn't plan on that. So, so that was one of the things that we, you know, you know, you can't, like I said, you can't plan for everything. And that was one of those things that we, it was really the curveball, but we ended up, you know, pushing through it. Another thing that we didn't really, I guess, plan very well for is, so we ended up doing intermittent fasting and we would actually fast on Saturdays. So we did weights Monday through Friday. Saturday, we would do running both for both workouts and Saturday we would fast. And there were two times where we had a family get together of some sort, whether it be a birthday or whatever. And people were grilling, people were eating desserts, and we were fasting. So we basically had to watch other people eat. And and, and again, that's one of those things that I don't think we really planned ahead for, but then we had to adapt to and and work around that. And we did. But it's still, it's one of those things where, um, you know, you can't quite plan for everything. You have to uh, take things as they come. You have to be able, be willing to adapt. But the, the bigger thing is, you had to not let those things stop you. You had to not, not let those things uh, slow you down. And you had to have the willpower and the mindset that you're going to finish this no matter what. And and that was one of those things that um, I was actually proud that we were able to do. There was a lot of things that we that we struggled with uh, when it came to even even mentally at first. You know, there was times, not really at the very first couple of weeks, but some of those times where we struggled mentally as far as just like, man, can we do this? And and when you're looking at the calendar and you have so many days left, you know, that was that was tough. But again, we pushed through it all and we ended up finishing it. But but in the end, you know, the reasons for quitting were going to come at you from all over the place and, and you cannot predict where they're coming from. Another thing that I learned or we learned was that Thinking about having to do something was always worse than actually doing it. So every now and then there'd be a morning to where we just didn't want to go to the gym for whatever reason. I don't know. We just we just didn't want to go to the gym. And and any time that we felt like that, or even even in the evenings where we were going to go for a run and we just didn't want to, whether it was super hot or whatever it was. The minute we started, the minute we went out there and started, all those feelings went away and we were glad we did it and we enjoyed it. And and there was nothing bad about it while we were doing it. And we were at the end, we were like, you know, wasn't even sure why we were dreading it. It just, for whatever reason, you're sitting there thinking about having to do it, dreading it. But really when you're, when you're, when you actually just start doing it, it's not that bad. It's just the dreading is worse than the actual doing it. And quite frankly, there were most mornings that I didn't want to go to the gym to work out is when I had the best workouts. I think it was just because I had that mentality of I'm pushing through this 
And so I would do even better. I, I would, I'd be more focused. I have more of an intense workout. And so really the, the thing that was kind of reinforced with me is that the, the fear or the desire not to do something is always worse than just actually getting it done. All right. So the third and last thing that I really learned from this challenge was that if you really care for someone and you really love someone, do not give up on them. So when I mentioned to my wife and kids that I was going to do this challenge, that, you know, everyone was, was absolutely against them doing it. And, and so I thought I was going to be doing it by myself. And, and anyway, I kept talking about it and, and not trying to pressure them or anything. I just, I was kind of a little nervous to do it myself. So I would talk about it and I had a date and everything. And then finally my oldest son decided he was going to do it. And it was really, you know, maybe a week before we were going to start that my wife decided she was going to do it. And I would have bet everything that we owned that neither one of them were going to do it. And I would have bet everything that I owned that they were not going to follow through with it, that I was going to be doing it by myself. And they completely proved me wrong. And the reason I say don't give up on someone that you really love is that both my wife and my older son were in much different places six months to a year ago. So my wife had fibromyalgia, was just in severe pain every single morning. You know, she had over the years during, you know, raising kids and stuff and our completely horrible eating lifestyle for a while, gained weight. She was hurting a lot. She had a couple of botched surgeries that really kind of uh, took a toll on her. And she was just not in a physical or mental headspace to even remotely think about doing something like this. And it was getting worse week by week. She would wake up out of bed. She would instantly go sit on the couch and put a heating pad on her back. And that's where she was at until it was time to go to work. And, and there was part of me that was really scared that wherever she was going, it was just going to get worse and worse. And I wasn't sure, you know, what was going to happen to her or where she was going to end up. And, and there was no part of me that really ever really, really thought she would ever do something like this. And I always thought that, you know, you know, she could potentially, uh, go into some serious health issues and have something serious wrong. And so I was really nervous about it. And and, but I, again, I just would always talk to her about, you know, exercising and eating right. And, and it's something, there's something to be said about, you know, it's a lot easier. I heard a quote the other day that said, you can't be a prophet in your own land. And there's something that's to be said about being a uh, nutrition coach and a health coach and not really being able to help your own wife. And it is harder to help a spouse and everything, but but again, I she was just in such a different place that I never thought she would do this, do something like this. And and the fact that she did it and completed it really just shocked me and but made me extremely happy. Same goes for my son. Six months to a year ago was a very, very different place for him. He was without a job. He was really struggling with mental health to the point to where Within the last couple of years, he had checked himself into an emergency room because he had suicidal thoughts. 
He was drinking in abundance. He was just lost, wasn't sure what to do. And I really felt like both of them needed this, but I really just didn't think they would do it. You know, he had, he had, you know, would go with me occasionally and work out. He would start something, stop it. And I was just, again, worried for him. I was worried at some point I was going to lose him. I was worried that I could potentially lose both of them. And so the fact that they actually did this was extremely shocking, but extremely exciting for me. And again, it's, it's when you have two family members that are, uh, you know, declining week by week and you, and you felt completely powerless to have them both agree to do something like this and not only do it, but stick with it and where they were at at the end of it was completely different people than when they started. And I, I mean, like my wife had so much less pain. She was, you know, had such a different mindset. She had more energy. She lost, I think, 28 or 29 pounds through it all. And just was really thinking about things beyond the challenge about how she wants to continue and, and where she wants to get to. And same with my son, you know, he lost, I think 17 pounds and was feeling really good and had a confidence that he hadn't had before. So, so again, the, the, the third thing that I learned was that, you know, if you really, really love someone, don't give up on them. You never know when that spark or that, um, that moment is going to be where they decided to make some changes. And so, so doing this challenge was extremely beneficial, not just for me. I, I, and I got to the point to where I wasn't even excited about my own progress. I was just so much about their progress. And, and, and really when I started and times where I was struggling on this, everything I thought about was, you know, the, 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 the very last exercise on the very last day. That was in my mind the entire time from the beginning on is I just kept thinking we are going to do this together for the very last day. That was my dream. That was my ideal night is that we were doing our second workout. And I had that moment and I actually bought um, them 75 hard coins that you can get on the website and gave them to them, gave those coins to them that night, which was a very, that night was a very special night. And uh, it, again, it's it's the the thing I learned was not to give up on on someone you just really love. All right, so let's talk about the action items for today's episode. So action item number one, so look into the 75 hard challenge or even create your own challenge. Do some kind of challenge. Do something that, that kind of goes beyond your comfort zone that's scary. Even if you do a 30-day challenge, challenge yourself for 30 days to do like no sugar or challenge yourself to, for 30 days, I'm going to go for a walk or just whatever it is, pick out some sort of challenge or do the 75 hard challenge. Just do something that's going to keep you accountable and keep you doing something. Now, the action number two is find at least one loved one, family member or friend that will do this with you. Something to share with them, something that you guys can help motivate each other. And, and again, it's at that final time when you guys complete it together is such a wonderful moment. So, so action, action item number one is to create or find a challenge that you can do. And action item number two is find a family member or friend that you can do it with. All right, that's it for today's episode. I want to thank you for joining me. And if you like this episode, please subscribe, leave a positive review or share it with someone. 
And if you're interested in coaching, again, you can visit my coaching website at KesterHealth.com.